I'm Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business program. Marianne Fairmouth, she's a regular on the Price of Business Media Network, and we love having her on the program each week, bringing her insight, particularly from her book that uh, I consider revolutionary when it comes to recruiting. You can learn more about Marianne over at Fairmouth, that's F-A-R-E-M-O-U-T-H dot com. And there's always been this thing where education is lagging actual industry. So we want to take the initiative to make sure that we are equipping our students to be competitive in the workforce. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere, if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world. Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth multi-genre author, nationally syndicated columnist, delighted to have a guest on our show that's really making a difference in the new work world. Timothy Walker is a higher education professional, adjunct professional professor that is really helping the real severe challenges that the work world is having these days. I met Tim, oh, about three years ago. I was invited to be on a panel for discussion for international students and also was able to be a part of a graduation ceremony, a little talk. I was just real impressed with the level of commitment these educational facilities have. And Tim is doing something and heading up an area right now also that's so front and center, and that's the technology area. So without further ado, and after that incredibly long introduction, welcome Timothy Walker. How are you doing, Marianne? Nice to see you again. Well, it's great to see you. And as I mentioned, you know, I really enjoy being a part of that panel discussion that we had a few years ago and also being a part of a graduation ceremony that your school offered. And Tim is with uh, HCC, which is for Houston Community College, but innovative things. And I think if you watch the news or you read the newspaper, you're hearing lots of things about how the demands are changing and how people are looking at alternative methods of education right now, as opposed to the traditional ones maybe before that they were utilizing. So, Tim, tell us about as a whole, what are some of the really cool, innovative things that HCC is? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So, I'm Tim Walker, Houston Community College. And let me preface this by stating, Houston, every so often we have a our strategic plan or initiatives that we tend to have so often to reevaluate how we are serving the community. And now, prior to COVID, that is embracing Houston and all the challenges that we've had recently in the recent future. If you think about things like Harvey, the ice storm and things like that. So what we want to do, because we do serve the Houston area, we wanted to make sure that we are embracing Houston and the changes and being accommodating to as Houston grow as well. So I have multiple roles at Houston Community College here. So I'm an administrator and then also an adjunct. And I'm an adjunct in our digital information technology department, which focuses on technology away from the traditional route, because now we are fully aware that a four-year degree may not necessarily be for everybody. 
And then this is a short-term way for students to start school and get into the workforce, you know, with skills that are in high demand right now. So we offer that. And not just my particular area where I'm working now, we offer a wide variety of areas of study. If you think about like art, design, business, construction and manufacturing, health sciences, of course, the traditional things like liberal arts, humanities, science and technology, and social and behavioral sciences. So I think ACC is an option for a wide variety of things that are out there that students may be interested in, and, or the general public. So even professionals or people that are needing reskilling or retooling to be in the workforce, to be competitive in the workforce as we continue to change and grow. You mentioned me earlier in the Blue Room, you know, there are six colleges, and yes, one of them is an yes. online, online college. You know, they're either even going to be soon offering a four-year degree program in artificial intelligence. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's what we're hearing about, you know, and tell us a little bit about that and when that's all going to start. So we should be starting within the next years. And that's part of what I'd mentioned earlier about us taking note of what's actually going on in the industry so that we can be adaptable and flexible about what's happening in the future. And there's always been this thing where education is lagging actual industry. So we want to take the initiative to make sure that we are equipping our students to be competitive in the workforce now. So that particular program is the extension of an initial program that we started a few years ago. Again, prior to COVID, we were one of the only, well, a total of three institutions in the United States, two-year institutions that offered an associates in artificial intelligence. We're very excited about that program because, you know, again, it's so broad and so many things that you can do within it. And on a high level, we think about artificial intelligence as being something that's kind of space-like. But automation of a business process, something as simple as a redundant task in the office setting. So there are so many applications that we normally don't think about because we normally see in the media, you know, when you think about movies or something like that. But just think about a simple redundant task that you do that's repetitive. You can create a process, come to our program and learn that. And you know, just think about how much more your day can be productive, even if you were an executive assistant. No, I think that's wonderful. And I think that's yes. really good information for people to know. And, you know, what I'm seeing right now, Tim, that we've never really seen before is a talent shortage. We just don't have enough people for the demands of all these jobs that are coming in. I think one of the things that I was so impressed when I came over and, and was on that panel, you also offer internships. So for employers out there, if you all are a little bit short you got your people working to six, seven o'clock at night. They're going to pick up the phone and call me. I can't work these long hours. But maybe if you had an intern in there, certain, you know, administrative tasks or tasks or what have you, and you could get someone like that from HCC, it might, you know, help your organization run more smoothly. So talk to us about programs available to these corporations, Tim, that provide internships. Yes, absolutely. So that process can be handled through our career services department. I will be happy to uh, share that information with you so that you can share with your listeners. So anyone that's interested in having to, well, in order to meet that shortage that they're having in the workplace, we have people that are actually learning real world skills now today. 
away from the traditional four-year degree where you have to take the English and the history and things like that. So our students pretty much come in and they're learning what they need in order to do the job today. So as they're learning, you can actually employ them as interns, which is cost-effective for you as well. That's a benefit to the employer. Then at the same time, it allow our students to gain experience and knowledge in order to be more competitive as they, you know, try to advance in their careers as well. But the process is pretty simple. Again, we're about embracing Houston, the Houston area. And when we say Houston, of course, that can be Texas with the technology, because now we know we can work remotely as well, right? So there may be things that you as an employer, some service or some particular task that can be done remotely. So and you can hire our students in order to accomplish that. And we know now that kids are they grew up using the technology, so they're capable of doing a lot more than probably I am. I won't give away my age, but <laughs> when I was in school, you know, computers were not the thing. So <laughs> I've had an intern. Technology is not necessarily the area where I shine. And these people that are coming in from these colleges that have more state-of-the-art training, you know, they're little whiz-bang people and they can help me expedite the process. I could do it. I remember too, I mean, I know pre-COVID anyway, Tim, you had job fairs. And I mean, I know I was a part of those and many wonderful companies. I'm sure that during COVID, maybe that was a little bit put on hold, but are the thing that in the future you'll offer employers to have job fairs? Oh, no, it never stops. So because it be, we're embracing the technology and we have to keep moving. So the job fairs were actually done virtually. So we've had the virtual model of conducting our job fairs. So we are able to, employers have like these virtual tables and the students are, would come into our virtual lobby and then we would send them to various rooms, technology rooms. So if you think about like, you know, the platform that we're using now, Zoom, we can have breakout sessions and, you know, we have a meeting and then come back to the general area where we're talking. So, yeah, so prior to COVID, there were physical job fairs going on at our physical locations. And then, of course, during COVID, we were doing it virtually. And now there's a combination of both, depending on what it is. There's always, you know, workshops and things like that going on. So we're embracing the technology and the changes that's going on now when you think about what is the new normal. So how are we going to function moving forward? I enjoy the face-to-face meetings. That has actually been happening since the decrease in the COVID cases. And we're back to, I guess, this hybrid work life. So now that we are sort of back to whatever this new normal is called. Well, I think that's wonderful. And I, I have to tell you, you know, I was so impressed when I was over there those few times with the commitment level. The people I met in the Career Center, the professors I met, they just seemed to really have a passion to want to help the students. The students I talked to, they just really were upbeat and excited about the different programs and the fact that the teachers seemed to be really committed to making sure that the students were understanding the different trainings that they were involved with and this and that. I was really impressed. I walked away from the school feeling really, really good about it and the people in it. The other thing, too, we talked about in the Blue Room is, you know, skilled trades right now. That's another area that a lot of people are considering. I mean, these welders and uh, pipe, you know, people like that. Those people can take a or a certification course, but come out with training that allows them to make a really good living. And talk to us about that. Your, one of your campuses offers that, don't they? Yeah, throughout the system. 
So, you know, you just mentioned like manufacturing. That's uh, when you uh, came out to the campus, you know, I was in charge of that particular program as a career service specialist. I was working with our manufacturing department. So that is very interesting that students can actually come to HCC, get a two-year degree, and start making over fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year, which is truly awesome. You know, so there are what we call level one and two certificates as well. So those certificates would be for someone that may have experience in that area, but they are looking to advance their career in other areas of technology and however they feel they want to grow in that. And not just in that particular area as well. We had mentioned the technology. There's also programs in the automotive, truck driving. You know, we have this supply chain shortage that's going on in the world right now as well. And not just truck drivers as well. Then you think about the whole area of supply and logistics. So and there are other things that you can do even from an administrative perspective as well. So there are so many programs that we have to offer and certificates, continue in one education, short term, you know, so we have programs from a month, six months, three, and then of course, two years as well. So I think what we're trying to do as an institution is to just remain flexible and aware of the changes that are continuing to happen in our society as a whole. And how do we be flexible and be there for the workforce and, you know, get people in, get them skilled, and then get them placed in the job market, get them out there in the job market so that they can become productive citizens and pay taxes and buy homes and take care of their families and things like that. You mentioned earlier, you know, like that's what we're really passionate about because a lot of us as instructors and at ACC were once professionals as well. We worked in similar to them. So our stories are the same. So, you know, we come from the same socioeconomic background. So we are Houston and we you know, strive to make Houston better. Yeah, I, I, the level of commitment there, the professors I met, the career care were, were just really top quality. I really was very impressed with the forces changing. And I have to tell you, as a professional recruiter, if I get a person with a four-year degree and no experience, but I get somebody with a two-year degree, but they've been on internships, and I said to those candidates in the same interview, my clients, my company representatives will say, I like this person over here with the experience. You know, they were on an internship. They got more than just theory going on that actually worked in an area that in a company where they've actually performed duties. And so I think there's a lot to be said about, like you mentioned, you know, the workforce is changing. Here's an educational facility that's committed. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show, Tim, because I think people need to know about this organization. Things are different now. Post-COVID is totally different than pre-COVID. What I was able to place pre-COVID is different now. What I'm hearing my clients want more than anything is experience. If that experience is an internship, that's fine. If you work full-time, maybe have a part-time job doing something, they like that as opposed to someone that doesn't have that. Facilities like this are going to be more and more in demand. You're going to meet people like Tim that really care about the students, that really want to help them achieve and expand and grow. As I said, you know, I mentor very students at many colleges in Michigan, in the Chicago area. I do a lot of mentorships, but this organization really has a, a certain arm to it, a certain professionalism to it, and a certain commitment level that I think is worth investigating. So 
if the people out there that are listening to this want to know more about your programs, how do they do that? Is there one main website they can go to? Yes. So that website would be www.hccs.edu. Once you get to the learning that particular page, and then you can just select program and courses, and that will get you to our page and you can review all the areas of study, the extended learning, and then support services as well. So again, that website is hccs.edu. And at the top, and you can get a list of all the programs, you know, and also we have a virtual lobby, which is on our main page, and you can connect with someone virtually. Again, that's us taking advantage of the technology. So you can speak with a live person through our virtual lobby. So now we're servicing students where you don't have to physically come to the campus. So we're there for you. HCCS.edu. Again, Marianne, thank you so much. So it's people like you that help us become better. So we appreciate all of your support, you know, and you coming out and, and, you know, giving your time to our students and sharing it and helping us become better. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. And we're at the end here. And Tim, if you had to give our listeners maybe two tips of why you think your organization might be something for them to consider for the new work world, what would those two tips, kind of a a short version of the answer, what would they be? The two tips for... The applicant. Say somebody's in high school and they're thinking about what to do. You know, I'm, I'm thinking something like, state-of-the-art training? I think, you know, so, you know, we speak the same language, Marianne, right? Because we're interested in not only just the academic side, but, you know, for students to actually connect with what it is that they want to do for the rest of their lives. So my first tip would be take time to learn more about yourself and come into whatever that school may be, is spend some time with our career services advisors And then you can do a career assessment to learn more about yourself. Then once you figure that out, how does that align with your interest and what it is that you're truly interested in? Because, you know, you want to be passionate about the work that you do. You know, when you love what you do, it could be something as simple as I enjoy helping people. It's broad because every day I get to go to work and I, you know, I have the opportunity to help change someone's life. And now, and we can take that a step further. Now, what about those individuals that are actually interested in science and they want to help people as well? They can become a nurse, right? So I want them to make that connection with who I am, what do I enjoy doing, and then how do I connect that career choice in order to be fulfilled in the work that I do? And of course, you know, we want to make money, but I always like to think about the psychic income I get from the work that I do, because, you know, we can always make a little more money. But the psychic income is the thing that keeps us motivated and excited about getting up every day and going and making a difference in someone's life. Well, I think you said it all. And I'm honored. I've always thought the world of you. I'm so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to come on Career Can Do. You can be sure you and I'll work everywhere I can to help HCC and make the contribution from a recruiter's standpoint to the school. So y'all check out this organization, HCC. If you didn't catch the website, fairmouth.com, all the information will be on there as well. And we really appreciate you listening to Career Can Do. We'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you, Tim. Thank you so much. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. 
We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but we hope you enjoy the information presented. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely that of the guest or speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Marianne Fairmouth and Fairmouth and Company. Thank you.